Welcome to a game where we play Dungeons and Dragons and we play it and games <laughs> with each other. <laughs> Mario. No Mario. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Make Believe Heroes podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I'm your Dungeon Master, Paul, and I'm joined as always by my four close friends. Hey guys, it's Jeremy. I play Lorik. Hey, I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance Oftowal. I am Alan, and I play Jimalil Cart. Hi, I'm Red, and I play Kellen. <laughs> no last name. Okay. <laughs> he plays Kellen. <laughs> last name unknown. So last time we played, our party found themselves in a very precarious position. Specifically, they found themselves in some ruins in the Elder Mountains, face-to-face with a gigantic basilisk and a few lizard bats. After a pretty tough battle, they managed to bring the basilisk down and really get a really good look at those runes around. Upon doing so, one of our players, Kellen, actually managed to have some sort of a vision when coming in contact with the strange altar that they found in the ruins. Thereafter, the group looted the area and found some pretty interesting magic items. And after some time of gathering some loot, magic, and money, they headed back down the mountain and toward Foothill Village as the sun sat behind them. Yay, box boat! So you all find yourselves back in your favorite place on Manumi, Rocky Stop. Mm. Yes! Rocky Stop! The inn isn't nearly as full. There's not as much of a hustle and bustle as there was the previous night. But, you know, there's a few people around. There is some music, but it's not the romp, bluegrass-style <laughs> honky-tonk music that was going on when you all first arrived. You know, it's just some kind of subtle tones in the background. It's more soothing. It's a laid-back night. And you all have made it back into the Rocky Stop just as the sun set. It's night, and you have come back with your loot that you have gathered from your journey to the ruins. Durvos Frostbeard goes into the tavern with you, and he says, Well, boys, I have to say that was a pretty interesting little trip. I wasn't expecting to... To face against such a large creature. Yeah. I was. Yeah, and you thought you were going to be bored. I mean, the the lizard bats, though, like, you guys saw, I'm not the only one who knows there's lizard bats. Me and Cervantes have fought them before, but now everybody knows that there's lizard bats, and that's a thing, right? I got a box boat. Still convinced they're reptiles. No, th- th- they're lizard bats. Okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> and I scribble in my notebook, bats, possibly lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's so good. I do believe now that they are lizard bats. I'm sorry, Lorik. Alan, take take an inspiration point. I just love that. I love your Pokédex. Guys, we got so many magic items. I mean, we got so many magic. I got this magic potion. I don't. I'm not. I can't wait to try it out and see what it does. I mean, Kellen got one. I mean, we have a boat. We have a boat now. Like we could sleep in a boat if we wanted whoa, to. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on now. I have a yeah. boat. I have a boat. Is, you want to sell your boat? No, no, no. I have a boat. Are you Sir sure? Vance has a boat. And Jamel has what, a boat. What do you mean by sell his boat? <laughs> but I mean, like, you, we, you. we could sleep in his boat. <laughs> what else could that mean? What, does that mean you, he wants to sell it for money or go selling? No, oh, sell it. Will he play. sell it I to see. me? I have gold. 
I have gold pieces. That this is a boat. Very, very I could live on this boat. I could fish yeah, on this boat. Yeah, we're in the boat. mountains. You don't need that boat. No. Sail! <laughs> <laughs> As you all are sitting there arguing over the meaning of the word sail, <laughs> and of course this boat in a box, Dorvos just walks over to the counter, speaks with Triga, the innkeeper there, and gathers a bunch of drinks and brings them to the table and says, Well, gentlemen, here are some drinks to celebrate Woo! our victory. I want to pick oh. one up and chug it as soon as possible. It's dwarven ale. I don't care. Is that strong? It is. You know, it, it's not as strong as the clear stuff that Cervantes likes to sip on, yeah. but it's definitely stronger than any of the ale or mead that you guys have had since you got here. I want to down this. Now, I, I want to seriously down this. Okay. You knock it back. Yes. Or takes it. He, like, takes a whiff of it. He goes, oh, oh, mm-hmm. I, I'll, have, I'll have a glass of wine, if, if, red, if, if possible. This, this is a little stout for me. He leans over, he puts his arm around your shoulder, he says, you know, we were talking earlier about how we're all carved from the same stone. Yeah. Well, some, sometimes to, to mend bridges and really show that you're willing to, to change and adapt, you know, to be a better person, you, you have to try out other people's cultures. And it's, it's a great offense to a dwarf to reject a drink that was bought by a dwarf. Oh, oh just drink it. Oh, okay. Okay, Lord, he takes it and he like, first he starts to like barely sip. And then he like uh-huh. looks over at Kellen and he like throws it back just as hard as he can. Yeah, it's not very good. His his uh, eyes and nose are probably like watering because he he really just can't well you know it, it. it doesn't burn like like whiskey necessarily. It's it's just it's really strongly flavored. It's bitter. It is so bitter. It's not good unless you're Cervantes and you just love getting drunk. At which point it's <laughs> delicious. I'm an upstanding gentleman. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Servants, do you knock it back as well? Of course. (laughs) If you all just drink one, I'm not going to make you roll a constitution check or anything. Of course, if you continue to drink. I mean, at this point, whatever Lark is handed, he's going to drink because he's going to think it's an offense if he doesn't. Well, he just brings you the one. Durvos knocks it back, lets out a big, uh, and wipes the, uh, the froth from his beard. He says, now that's a good dwarven ale right there. If you're ever looking for a good dwarven ale this far south, Triga really knows how to get it perfect. Sure. I want another. <laughs> uh, uh, me too. Same. He, he slams his, his flagon down on the table and says, Another round for the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to cover it, but sure. <laughs> oh, thank you. No. Woo. How about a glass of wine? Nope. Red? You're drinking what's served. He looks around. He says, okay. Gents, before we continue on with the night, I'd like to take a moment and offer my thanks to Dervetter. He kind of takes his fist and he pounds it on his chest three times like in succession one two three and then he holds it there for a second and he says to the lord of winter thank you for a great victory and may you bless these fellows travels tomorrow amen (laughs) yeah um so we're we're gonna go to 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 the the gnome city now yeah the gnome city yeah kill him um kill him you're you're gonna take us to that (laughs) that place where the gnomes are from I don't, right? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. What's it called? What's it Gnome called? Gnome Town. You've told me before. It's Fallen Grove. Uh, Noctowl. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure that's a Pokemon. No. Uh, What's a the, Pokemon? The, city, the 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 grove, the the area. Maybe it's just woods. Maybe it's wild woods. Probably more likely wild woods. I wouldn't expect you to have a city. Um, you well, know where your people are from? Uh, the Viridian Forest. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> oh boy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Lord, I, I don't know what to say, honestly. If you don't know where you're going, then I'm not going to tell you where you need to go. Paul, what's the name of the place? I don't remember what it's called. It's Fallen Grove. The name is Fallen Grove. We're going to Fangorn. 
<laughs> Obviously. Can't, oh, I've read nope, about that. How many times do yeah, we have to not, say that? Yeah, it's across, it's across the sea. I don't, yeah, I've read about it in, in the old stories. Hopefully someday we can go there. But, you know, no, this is not like the sixth there. age of Middle Earth. No. <laughs> the hobbles were taken to Sleazengar. Oh, my gosh. But, no. but wow. Kellen, no, Kellen, you remember. It, it's something about a grove. Yes. Okay, so how, how about this? What happens when you trip over a rock? What do you do? You you what to the ground? You hit it. Stumble. No, no, you you fly across <laughs> over. It's to the fallen ground. grove. Fallen grove. You idiot. <laughs> you grow. Fallen grove. Fallen grove. Oh, fallen grove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the place. Gosh. We will, will you tell me a little bit about fallen grove? Like how far away is it? It depends, cause there's two routes you can take, and it there's oh, one that's I'd like say there's more than that. Well, thank you, Captain. <laughs> There's two main routes that get you there really he's quickly. He's not the captain. This, this is my quest. He he's he's here to serve me. But, oh my gosh, uh, Atonia, please help me. Do you want to find out? Oh boy. Oh my I gosh. Mean, that's, that's what the the high priest of Palor said. Dorvos I mean, leans over to Jim and he says, "Do they always bicker like this?" Uh, yes. In fact, I think that's that's part of the deal. <laughs> but. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tell me. Tell me. Uh, what What's the two different ways? How How do we get? There? Fallen Grove yeah. is about two Fallen weeks Grove. journey if you go through the drylands, and about a month's journey if you go up north and around. The drylands. Yes, the drylands is a very fast route, but it is dangerous, filled with monsters and evil lore. Dum, bum, Drylands. So, does like, wait does does Kellen do that in character? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did great. that, in, I did that in character. That sounds very ominous, but I mean, and I'm gonna lean into surveillance and be like, he might be tricking us. He isn't though. It doesn't matter if he's tricking us. Can or I not. can I roll to hear that, please? Like, or can I just hear that? No, you can just hear it. I mean, you're sitting. <laughs> okay, in the I just I want to look show. over it. <laughs> I want to look over it, Loric. Do you really think that I would trick you? Like, honestly, you're a racist, and you're asking me to take you to this place. <laughs> and no, I just I, honestly sorry, don't know how to deal I'm with just, you. <laughs> like, for real. I'm so sorry. I, I, did, I did not mean it in that, that manner at all. I just... It's I'm, all right, Kellen. I don't know how to deal with him at all, I'm, either. I know we've been through a battle together, and, and I've seen you, you know, fight alongside us. I just... I've never been to Fallen Grove, and I've never heard of the Drylands. What what are the Drylands? Is it a desert? It, oh yeah, the, the Drylands. They're you're not far. If you go west from here, um, you're gonna run right into them. And basically, it's it's a barren wasteland. It is the quickest route from this side of the continent. To... Is there a, is there a road? <laughs> no, sort of. Not really. It not really. It ends. <laughs> I've I've personally I've traveled that way once or twice. It is a very arduous journey, but um if you know where you're going, if you have, say, a ranger like Kellen, our friend here, you could make it much quicker. What about the way around? What's the way around? The way around is up through the mountains and it's about a month's journey away from Fallen Grove. To the north or the south? To the north. So right. is this all information that you got from Paul, or are you just making this up? Some of it is. Most of it's information you got from uh, me. Okay, just curious, because so I was if, like, if man, you... Paul's deferring a lot of his DM duties. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I sent him some... Being a ranger and having traveled back and forth from Fallen Grove in that area to here, I sent him some information about the way, because that's his job today. I was like, okay, okay you're, this is your job. You need to know how to do it. So logistically, if you go north, you're going to go straight north, 
to go around the drylands. You're going to go straight north, and you're going to go up until you basically reach into the northern area of Dervetter's Domain, and then you're going to turn west, and you're going to come down the northern edge of the continent to avoid the drylands. And it's going to take you at least a month to go that way. If you cut through the drylands, it's going to take you about two weeks. What about the wetlands? Tell me more about the north. What What's the landscape like? Well, if you're going north, you're going to go through a road, basically. There's going to be a path, unlike the drylands, but it is going to be a cold journey. So, What do you think, Sir Vance? I think we need to take the fastest route, because obviously we can handle anything that's thrown at us anyway. <laughs> of course. I mean, the... The longer route might be the safer route, and we don't know how long we have to save the tree. The tree may wither. Exactly. That's the problem. Hashtag we don't know how long we have. I will tell you that yeah. it, it's, it was easy for me to go through the dry lands. I've been through it many times. Many times. What kind of... You said there was monsters, though. I don't, I don't know about that. What kind of monsters have you encountered? Have you encountered anything worse than a basilisk? And let's go to Paul. Anything worse than an owl beaver? No, you've not encountered anything worse than a basilisk. Coyotes, very large snakes, some abnormally large spiders, stuff like that, stuff that you'd expect to see. If you're looking for a real-world comparison, the drylands think like Nevada, okay? Like Ew. desert, but not like sand desert. Like dry, long stretches, tumbleweeds, cactus. Any casinos with neon lots? I don't know. You never know. I mean, you never know, right? It would definitely be the best route to take. Yes, and I mean, there's nothing too terrible like that we might encounter. the The worst I've ever encountered is uh, the snake, and she was very mean. So I mean, that was about it. I mean, so as long as we're well equipped with water, and I'm pretty sure that that magical item we just got is is got all the water <laughs> we'll ever need. Um, oh, I already drank it all. <laughs> are you serious? You drank all that water? I was dehydrated from all the alcohol. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll give you a gold piece for the decanter then. Oh, no. I'll keep it. It's got water in it. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Guy leans forward. He says, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Kellen, wait. Did, did you say abnormally large spiders? Um, no. Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, wait. Did you say that or did I just say you that? You said that. No. Did I, you say it? I didn't say abnormally large spiders. Oh, okay. There's, well, then scratch that then. You never said it. Did you say S-O-U-S's? I've never actually seen any spiders in in the desert guy. I don't think there are any, actually. Oh, okay. Snakes, I mean, you know, I can handle snakes. I also want to roll to persuade him, if that's okay, just to like... No, you don't have to. He has no reason not to believe you. Good, good, good. I've never actually seen a spider. What are they like? You've never seen a spider. I mean, Jim, aren't you keeping a journal of all the magic creatures and things you've seen and you've never seen a spider? Well, they're not magical. I just ignore non-magical things. I mean, giant spiders? I've never seen a spider that I thought, huh, that's worth writing down. So I look forward to seeing these spiders. No, but no. You like said I said you've never seen a spider. Like I said, there are no spiders in I've the I've never desert. seen a spider that was, it's a figure of speech. <laughs> Is it, though? Is it? <laughs> From what plane of existence? Please tell. Uh, you know, whenever the spiders are like, eh, it's no thing. I'm like, that's not a spider. That's just no thing. Well, gentlemen, it's been a real pleasure to meet you all. I consider you brothers. And he smacks uh, Lorik on the back pretty hard, you know, with a good hearty little... Oh. He, he stands up, he leans over the table, and he extends his hand to Sir Vance, and he says, Sir Vance, may Pillar bless you on your travels. And I stand up 
and shake his hand and say, and may Dervetter bless you on your travels. Thank you. I appreciate that. He turns to the rest of you, kind of nods his head. Oh, he says, well, wait. I believe I should probably be back to my quarters for the night. Wait, you're you're not coming with us? Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, come on. We've... It, was a, it was a great blast for the night, but it, the adventuring life is behind this dwarf. You take an arrow to the knee. Oh, come on. You still got a few old year, <laughs> a few good years in you. I mean, come on. Sure, sure, but I've I've pledged the rest of my life to serving the vetter and reaching those dwarves that have been estranged from their homeland and their god. But wouldn't you say that you could meet some dwarves on this on this adventure that we're going on? And not only that, but you know, like Loric said, that we're we're trying to save the world. This is true. We are trying to save. He reaches the world. down. He puts his hand on your shoulder, Kellen, and he says, "Thank you, Noam. I appreciate that." Perhaps our paths will cross again. Aww. But for now, I'm afraid this is goodbye. And he gives you a little pat on the shoulder. He raises his hand to Triga, and he says, Farewell, gentlemen. See ya. Nice to meet you. Be you safe. Ever find any magic? Bye. If you ever see any magic items, and you know where to find us? I'll keep that in mind, Lark. And he heads out the doors. And Dorvos fades from your lives forever. Aren't you guys impressed that I remembered the Dwarven God's name? I am very impressed. You did great. I was so happy, and you even said it well. You're welcome. Thank you. So, guy looks around. He says, "So, are we? We're going through a like a debt. We're going through a desert." Yes, guy. We're going through a desert, basically. Well, I'm gonna. I'm. I, I don't want to. I'm gonna go to bed then. Yeah, it's probably best if you get some rest before we go on this journey. All right. Well. Buenas noches, or as they say somewhere, not in this world. <laughs> we speak Spanish now? No. Guy gets up, heads up to his room. <laughs> Y'all have any pumpkin ale? You just yell that out? <laughs> uh, to say it to Triga. Triga says, pumpkin ale. I'm afraid I'm not, I'm not very uh, familiar with that type of ale. It's made from the orange thing. Right, the pumpkins. Yeah, thing. I understand pumpkins. Just don't, don't know of any pumpkin. What ale. about pumpkin spice latte? There's a Starbucks just down the street. And they'll probably have that. No, I'm just kidding. There's no <laughs> have you ever heard of a, a a a special drink? It's from a I think it's from a foreign land where they mm -hmm. um, put a bottle of whiskey upside down inside a watermelon. They call it watermelon. <laughs> oh yes, actually I have heard of that. It's it's actually quite popular in the north with dwarven folk. Yeah, it's you have any watermelon ale? I don't, but I believe we do have some spiced um, Triga, ale. I have a question. What? Do we do you have any purple drink? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Oh god. Actually, yes, we do have purple can drink. I, can I get a, a round for the table actually. of purple drink? Is that okay? <laughs> What's purple drink? All the way so I, I love can we I love some, some purple drink. drink. I love some purple. I'll tell you drink. what, I'll grab, grab some spiced mead or spiced ale, sorry. I'll grab some wine for the elf, some purple drink for the gnome. I don't think we have any melons. Be careful, he doesn't like what? it if you point out the fact that he's a gnome. Um, she was being very polite, so it's okay. She looks at uh, Sir Vance and she says, Could I interest you in something else? Strongest thing you got. The strongest thing we have. Yeah. Are you sure? Straight up. All right, I'll I'll grab it and I'll send it out. Okay, as she walks away, mm -hmm. like Lark's been piddling around with his glass the whole time in right. his fidgety normal way, and as she's going off, he's gonna set the glass like in the middle of the table and put both hands on the table and 
and sit up straight and, you know, open his eyes wide, kind of just look them all in the eye. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Cervance, Helen, Jim, I was thinking we, we left the Basilisk Cave and, you know, it's not been long that I left the Temple of Palor and I, I saw something that, you know, it, it profoundly affected me. Cervance has the right idea. We probably do need to hurry. I, I really don't know what we can do. I, I don't even know what we're looking for, like where it would be. But I'm I'm really glad that that you all joined joined this quest, and and I really think that you know we could we could actually save something. I mean, you saw how we handled that basilisk together, Cervantes. You're so impressive, and and guys, you're just, you just amaze me. I, I didn't know this this sort of thing existed. I just wanted to make a point that you know what we're doing is is. Very important. We we gotta step up. We we gotta go faster. I, I, you know, I can't get distracted by magic items as, as much as they are, and I'd really like to buy all the ones that you guys got. By the way, I have gold pieces. Gold pieces go a long way. But um, no, you know, maybe we don't need to get blown away. Maybe we need to get up at like the crack of dawn and leave. Mm. The moment Lorik realized the true magic item was friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Such a magic item. Yeah, I agree. Let's let's go right now, or you know, right after bed. This, I mean, as so, soon as these drinks get in here, I'm chugging it, and then we can go to bed. So we're not getting drunk. Is that what you're saying? I mean, I'm already I, drunk. I, you you can make your own decisions, but we we are trying to save something that's more than us. The tree. I, we are trying to save the tree. Hashtag save the tree. I'm I'm gonna go on a bed, and. Hopefully you guys will do the same, and I'll see you first thing. We, we need to get moving. Okay. I guess I'll go to bed after this purple drink. After a few moments, Tria comes to the table. She lays down a spread of drinks, cheeses, stuff like that. You all can have your fill of it, and then you all head off to bed? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yes. Lark eats and doesn't drink anymore and walks off and leaves his full glass on the table. I drink it. I want it. Oh, dang it. Alan said it first. <laughs> As Kellen reaches to grab his glass of wine and drink it, Jim snatches it up and just downs it, probably <laughs> spilling some of it all no, over his neck. No, it's it's fine wine. I, I I sip it. You quaff it. I actually swirl it around my mouth and spit it out in another cup. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Ew. So did the four of you go up to bed? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sleep in Sir Vance's room this time. Cause what? why not? <laughs> I mean, are you joking? No, I'm not, I'm not joking. As soon as he like walks up okay. to go to bed, I'm gonna walk into his room. You walk into Cervantes' room with him. <laughs> so he's in my room, just walking. He, in? Yeah, I just walked he in. He walks in right behind you. What are you doing in here? I'm kind of short on gold, so like I'm just gonna share a room with you. That's all right. I'm gonna sleep in this short corner. Short on gold? Why did you order like sixty-seven drinks? Well, I, I like alcohol, man. I can't help it. I'm not, I won't you bother you. Stay with, I'm you just should gonna, probably stay in the room with Lori. I'm just going to sleep in this corner right here. I'm, I'm going to go over. I'm just going to like plop my stuff down in the corner and then like fall asleep in my bag. That's... Do I know where Lorik's room is? <laughs> yeah. Can I carry him to Lorik's room? <laughs> yeah. Is, is Kellen asleep? No, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm sitting here. I mean, I'm just like laying on in the corner. You just That's walk all. over and grab him, pick him up? Yeah. All right. You walk over, go to pick him up. Kellen, do you let it happen? No, I'm, I'm going to, like, kind of <laughs> shift to the side a little bit. Be like, come on, man. I'm just in the corner. I'm not bothering you. Actually, I, I got a room for you. I was going to take you there. What? Are you serious? Yeah. I feel like you're lying just no, a little bit. No, just follow bit. me. 
I don't I don't I don't know. Roll me a deception check. Oh, oh my gosh. This is pointless, but it's fun. <laughs> Deception's a plus two. Wow, that's a seven. Roll me a wisdom save, Kellen. All right. Oh boy. That's an eleven plus whatever I Yeah, Three. plus my wisdom. Yeah. I mean that's higher than a seven, so Yeah. Alright. You do not believe him. I don't believe you. You you're probably gonna throw me in Lorik's room or something like that, weren't you? <laughs> what would make you think that? Cause you don't like Lorik. I don't like Lorik. And that would be funny to do to somebody who doesn't like Lorik. Would be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd probably be good if you and Lorik started to get along a little better, actually. Well, I mean, it's never gonna happen, dude. For one, <laughs> if he found out that get him, man. He found out that my mo- my adopted mother was a wood elf. That would be even worse. <laughs> For real. I might just have to let him know. He's opening up to you, man. I know. I'm opening up to you right now. And <laughs> it's going to suck trying to get through the drylands without me, right? Yeah. Especially since your buddy is so racist that he couldn't handle me. You know? Yeah, he he is pretty nuts. Yeah. So I'm I'm just gonna sleep in this corner, man. I, I'm not gonna bother you. I swear. I don't yeah, snore or anything. If you try anything, I will kill you. But other than that, <laughs> we should be good. All right, all right. Good night, man. <laughs> I'm Jim, up. do you just go to bed? I cast Windy Jimbers as a cantrip so that I can help my sleep apnea. Okay. And then I go to bed. <laughs> and then you go to bed. Uh, Lorik. I go in my bed and I sit cross-legged on the bed in my sleepy clothes, my sleepy robes. That you don't know about, but they're they're really nice. They're they're green. They're oh, like softer material, and I got the little hat with the little white thing at the end of it. The like the long hat that comes down halfway down my back. Sweet. What about your normal robes? They're just like regular tan wizard robes. Right? Yeah, they're pretty plain gold wand. I sl- I sleep with my wand uh, laying in my hands the whole time, of course. Your regular wand or your wand of wonders? Wand of wonders. One in each hand. You all go to sleep, and you're getting a full rest. Lark, after four hours of meditation and you're kind of, I'm assuming, when you meditate, what's it like? What's Lark doing when he meditates? Lark sits cross-legged. Okay. Usually with his back against the wall. You know, he's fidgety. Even in his sleep, he's fidgety. That's why right. he keeps, he has the wand of wonders in his hand. Or he doesn't sleep. His regular well, wand, yeah, while he's meditating. And he, he likes to think back to, I mean, he's he's a nerd, man. He thinks back to his classes and the things that he's read and the spells that he's learned. And, and then he sometimes he like fascinates about, you know, where is he going to go and where is this adventure going to go and what should he mm. do? And, and you know, he's, he's pretty insecure. So sometimes he's thinking back and he's like, man, I really am a jerk to that gnome, but I just don't know if that gnome's going to be good to me. <laughs> and he goes, you know, I'm glad that Cervantes is here and, and Cervantes is, is, is like, I should, you know, use, I should hide behind him the next time a basketballist shows up and just shoot spells from around his shoulders. You know what I mean? You think He's, about the vision? Yeah, he, he definitely dwells on that vision. He he likes to just pull through his memories and think about the day and see, you know, what, what should I have done better in that situation? Or the vision in particular, he visits that every single time he meditates now. I mean, he felt that to his core whenever he saw that. It, it changed his, his outlook on the entire situation. So he tries to relive those emotions so he can stay on par or on point at, at trying to drive and, and, and save, the, save the tree. After a few hours of meditation, you kind of make your way back around to this, this quest and you think about the day and how that 
Jim had some strange reaction to the altar that you all saw there in the ruins and how that Kellen also had a vision from it that he said he saw a grove and he saw a tree and he mm -hmm. said that he saw a stone and then he said that he saw someone reaching for the stone, which is something that you did not see in your vision. Right. And in your meditative state, you're on this, you're like at the line between consciousness and unconsciousness. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And you're, you're kind of pouring over that. And, and even in your semi-unconscious state, your brow kind of furrows as you're considering that. And then something kind of comes over you. Rather than meditating on this vision that you had and, and thinking on it, it's like you're there. You can see it. Oh, yeah. You're not picturing it in your mind's eye. It's just like it was when you were sitting in the office of the High Cleric Glaron there in the Temple of Palor. Except this time, something's different. The, the moment it happens, it's different. You open your eyes and you notice that when you kind of move your head and turn around and move your arms, they move. And you look down and it's you. That's what I was going to do. I was going to see if I can move this time. You can. I'm in the grove. You look around, you are in the grove, and you're having trouble seeing. It's like you just woke up. Yeah, is it that bright still? Is the, is the sun still shining? Well, you're down on your knees. Oh, no. You notice it because you can feel the, the the brush or whatever beneath your knees. You're looking around, and your eyes are trying to adjust to the light, and you see your hands come up, and, and you pull them up to shield your eyes from the light that's shining down on you. Mm-hmm. You look down, and there is blood all over the front of your robes. On me? Yes. Is there blood on my hands? You hold up your hands. There's some blood on your hands. You've got your wand in one hand, but it's it's like splattered onto your robes. And as you're shielding your eyes and you look up, you, you see that the tree is shining in front of you in the center of the grove. But mm -hmm. actually, there is light from all around you, and your eyes kind of adjust to the light. And you notice that the leaves are falling off of the tree. And as they're coming down, they're like flickering in and out and you can sense that the the grove is getting dimmer and dimmer and then after a moment of just kind of your senses coming to you you hear the voice of someone calling out to you or calling out you don't necessarily know if they're calling out to you but mm -hmm. you hear someone yelling but it sounds the way that a voice sounds when you're like deep underwater and someone's yelling at you from outside i try to stand and to look around to see where it's coming from you go to get up and, and as you do you can that voice is, is it's like it's trying to break through to you and you hear the word help come through I try to I try to call back before you can do anything from the moment that word help just escapes you come back out of it and you're sitting cross-legged on your bed in your sleepy robes I, I check my sleepy robes for blood there's no blood I'm gonna try to silently pray to Paylor as odd as that is for a while, okay and and just ask for guidance for interpretation I don't expect an answer. You know, this is just kind of me right. feeling it out. You know, I know that Paylor is trying to tell me something. So yeah. I just I just try to reach out that way. You don't get an answer. Like, you don't get a, like an audible voice of in course. the room or anything like of that. Of course. He's not expecting it. He he only half believes in or whatever speak to him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you, you would say that after a few moments of prayer and meditation, you almost feel like a sense of urgency again coming over you how long has it been how long have i been asleep meditating we'll say that it's it's been about four hours so i've been through mine but they're not ready yet pretty much yeah i mean you've you've still got some time i mean you can spend the rest of the time in meditation yeah i mean he's his plan is to meditate for a couple more hours and then be like up an hour to two hours ahead of everyone to go okay. and see if he can get a cart all right we'll say that you kind of come around 
about an hour early. And if you go downstairs, you'll find that there it's, I mean, we'll say it's probably, I don't know, somewhere around 6 a.m., I don't know, 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. You go downstairs, you know where the cart is. You know, you heard Guy talking about it before. You can go around back and gather the cart and the horses and get it ready. You can see that there are tons of provisions that's been put inside there, you know, for a long journey. And everything is pretty well set. Some time passes, and I'm assuming the other three of you wake up. Well, Lorik's going to wait specifically eight hours, and then he's going to run up and just start knocking on Vance's door. Okay. Did I have any dreams? Maybe with puppies? Just the same dreams you're used to having. Oh, spiders. I don't like those. All spiders. I wake up screaming. Yeah, a few (laughs) times through the night. (laughs) Um, Puppy spiders. (laughs) Puppy spiders. (laughs) Kellen, you hear the sound of someone rapping on the door. I want to throw a knife at the door. Okay, you throw a knife at the door and it sticks in the door. I just wanted to do that. I thought it would be fun. I hear the knock back and I keep knocking. Sir Vance, you hear someone knocking at your door. The sun is shining through the window. Mm, I get up and open the door. Oh, Sir Vance, uh, the, the dawn is broke. Let us be on our way. Oh, uh, Hillen, uh, Sir Vance. Are, <laughs> Hillen, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a room. I'm broke. So he stayed in mine. Oh, yeah. you're broke. That's not surprising. Guy comes walking up behind you all and he goes, "Oh, hey, we having a party in Servance's room? What's yeah, yeah? I didn't bother him last night. I mean, I just slept in my comfy little corner. Guy, your Vance's retainer. Yet you don't stay in his room. Is this customary? Should we all stay in the same room? No, no, Listen, no, definitely not. No, whoa, no. Whoa. I tried to kick him out last night. It didn't work out. Why did Kellen stay in your room? What? He's broke. Broke. We we just got like 600 gold pieces worth of gems. <laughs> <laughs> worth of me? Yeah, I know. I've well, got all of those gems I, mean, I could have easily. God, that's supposed to fund the that's to fund the quest though. I mean, yeah. sure, but this is part of the quest. It's not to fund the quest. If he wants to budget with Sir Vance, then that's okay. Um oh, I have the cart and the food and the provisions ready. Are we re- can we go? Okay. Are we ready to go? All right, fine. Fine. I'll explain. Look, okay. the beds are so stinking big. You're secretly in love with Servants. No, the beds are so big. There is literally no point in me renting a room for a night. Because it, I, I just small. feel so small, okay? It's a problem. I've got a problem. Are you serious right now? I'm in, insecure, all right? I can't help it. I hate it. Oh, man. Oh, don't be insecure. Oh, hey, Jim. <laughs> hey. Good morning. Good morning. I'm going to go grab some quick breakfast so we can hit the road. Sounds like a plan. I like breakfast. You all go downstairs to grab some breakfast? Yes. Breakfast. Okay, you all go down. Trigga's got it set up at per the use. You know, she's got bread, more cheese, more bacon, more eggs, everything set up, ready to go. You all grab a quick breakfast. You step outside, and Lorik has already got the cart and the horses and everything ready to go, sitting with the horses staying right outside the doors, and you are ready for your journey. Sweet. Is the cart before or after the horse? It's after the horse. That's good. That's weird. Man, I thought it was going to be a carriage-drawn horse. Well said. (laughs) That's not me, bro. That's not me. I don't get it. So should we head that way? Please, please. We really, we need to go. We need to go now. To the dry lands. It was hard for me to wait this long. We need to go. Okay. You all load up on the cart. (laughs) Who's riding in the back and who's riding in the front? Lark's in the front. I'm in the back. 
Guys in the front. I'm assuming that uh, Guy is driving. Okay, so Guy and Lark are on the front bench. Yeah, they're going to drive us. The rest of you in the back? Yep. I'm in the yep. back. And off you go. You head out from Foothill Village. You head on the Western Road. Foothill Village is actually set up where there's like a crossroads in the center of the village. There's a road coming from every direction, one coming east through the Elder Mountains, north along the Elder Mountains, south, and then, of course, west where you all are heading. You head out the Western Road, and you travel a short way, and it's it's grassland. It's a lot more hilly on this side than it was on the Branchyar side. After a short travel of just a few hours, the grass starts to turn more of a brownish color, you know what I'm saying, and it becomes sparse. By the end of the first day's journey, and we'll say it takes you about a day, you are coming into those dry lands. I mean, there's there's really no better word for it. The farther you get, the less hilly it becomes, and the farther you can see off into the distance into what looks like an endless barren wasteland. I mean, that's basically what it looks like. It's my favorite kind of wasteland. Guys, I've never been to a desert before. Well, I will tell you, it's very sandy and hot. That's about all you need to know. Perhaps you should ride on the horse, that way you can guide us. That sounds like fun. Yeah, sure. I'm assuming that along the way, guys referring to Kellen four directions, or Kellen might step up to the front of the cart and tell him, oh, hey, you know, we're coming up here. Soon we'll be doing this, doing that. Guy's a smart guy. <laughs> he is. He is a smart guy. I was going to say, can I ride on the horse? Is that possible? I mean, if you want, probably. I, I, I want It might to. be kind of tough with the rain, with the, you know, like the... Whatever you call well, it. I'm so small it won't it won't affect it, right? Just like Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna step over him and just kinda <laughs> sit on the horse. Okay, after a short time from that point you all come to a place where the sun is now set. Like it's getting it's starting to get dark. The sun's no longer in the sky and it's just that kind of that moment at dusk before it gets too dark to see. My favorite time of day. Hey guys, we should uh probably stop and make camp for the night. I, I think we should make haste. No, perhaps um, we could go until until midnight. Oh, uh, it it when it gets dark out here, it gets pitch black, and it's very hard to traverse. It's going to get really cold. We're going to need to stop and make a fire. You are a traveler of this. Can can we give you torches and perhaps you lead the horse? Um, we could, but that would not only make it very hard. I don't know how to put this, but. Everything that is bad comes out at night. You know what I'm saying? Everything that's bad. Yes. So Everything? All the creatures snakes. that are bad. The spiders? Bad creatures. No, 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 no. Not spiders. No spiders. spiders. Wait, what? No. I thought there were no spiders. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want, I want to look at Guy and I want to, I want to calm him and say okay. there are no spiders. It's okay. There are no spiders. How many spiders? There are no cats in America. So there, there's no, there's no spiders in the desert. I swear to you, guy. I promise. Well, either way, my vote is we take a rest. I mean, are you guys not exhausted? We've literally sat in this cart all day. I mean, we can, yeah. we can travel. You guys, truthful. you can sleep in the cart. We can take turns driving. I feel like it's very important that we, that we hurry. Two weeks is a long time. I roll a spider check. <sighs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> if Lorik says we need to hurry, then we need to hurry. So we're gonna take shifts driving the cart. We could do that. And I mean, you're you're saying you want me to sit on the horse and guide it with a torch. You can sit on the front of the cart. 
Well, I mean, it's easier on the horse if I have a torch. That way I can see a lot I, farther I, I think ahead, that would I be guess. wise. It, at least a few hours into the darkness. I mean, we can still stop, but I, I, we really should We should travel a little, a little bit further if we can every day. To tr- we need to beat two weeks. Everybody has dark vision except Servance and Guy, just so we're clear. I will state this, all right, okay? This is, I'm fine going, you know, I'm, I'll be good to go. I've traversed this desert through the night. But when I was by myself, it was a lot easier to hide from monsters and things like that. What do like we need that. to hide from? Wouldn't the torch attract monsters? <sighs> He's already explained this. Hey, Paul, okay, so what is like some really big monsters that we might encounter? Like, do I know anything about that, or is it just like... Worst thing you've ever seen in the drylands traveling through was one time you saw a small group of half-orc barbarians traveling across, but you managed to skirt them, and you have seen off in the distance what looked like a giant wolf spider. Okay. Ooh. Wait, I thought there weren't spiders. No, you didn't <laughs> hear that. That's not in character. You didn't hear you that. Know that. Yeah. I know that now. You know. No, you don't. I don't. All right. So basically, there are these half orc tribes that patrol this desert land. It's a lot easy. It was a lot easier for me to hide because I'm so small. But if we were to encounter one of these, we would have to face them. You know what I'm saying? And it's you're worried about time right now. It would probably be just best to be very careful if we're going to continue on. Well, let's just continue a little farther until it gets to where we literally can't go and it gets pitch black and we found a good place to stop. Guy looks at Kellen and he says, do you you want to take the reins for a while? It's it's already kind of too dark for me to see really where I'm going. Yeah, sure, if you would like me to drive. I will state that I've drove a cart before, but that was one time. Do you have your license? Does it matter which state I have it in? Because I have it for Fallen Grove. I just haven't whoa, whoa, got whoa. it for the drylands. <laughs> They're states? No. No. <laughs> Guy kind of scooches over for you to climb up onto the bench, and he hands you the uh, reins. I'm going to stand up on the seat. Okay. Like one of the drivers, you know, the, the horse carriage drivers. Sure. And I'm just going to give it one big cry and like <laughs> with the reins and just have him go. I'm going to sit next to him, and I would like to perception to uh, see if there's anything that we should be paying attention to. Okay. Roll me one. The first <laughs> roll. Ooh, it's, it's not good. Okay. What is it? <laughs> it's a five altogether. Okay. Yeah, you don't you don't notice anything. <laughs> Gosh. Killing over here. <laughs> don't, don't worry, killing. It's just me whipping the reins. So oh, yeah, I'm making the it. link noise. Are you doing nae nae too? Yeah. You didn't. Uh, you don't notice anything. It's a pretty quiet night. You hear like some bugs chittering and stuff. So, Killen, um, I have I have this wand that, you, you know what? You saw how I made that trough get so big, right? Yeah, and and you also uh, almost killed me. That was that was pretty yeah, great. But but I could use it to to make you bigger too. Oh, oh, Wouldn't that man. be great if, if you could sit on the bench and your feet touch the bottom of the cart? Hey, you know what? I do what I can, all right? You don't need to judge me. Oh, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to be helpful. Only Atonia is my judge, okay? I, di- I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't mean to offend offend anyone. That got me. I mean Atonia's still, got me. still in the same family as, as 
Paylor. Yeah, but let's just be honest. All right, Y'all look at us like we're the redheaded stepchildren. Let's just be honest. I mean, red. That's all you. That's true. Also, Lark has red hair. That is true. Lark, Lark tosses his head, and he's like, "It red hair is considered uh, highborn from where I'm from. Where I'm from, red hair is considered you don't have a soul." Yeah, but obviously, it doesn't matter what I look like if I'm a gnome. Then that automatically cuts me off from any respect whatsoever. I know I mean, because I've traveled people, up there. I I respect you. I just thought you might would like to be taller. Maybe you should make the horse bigger. Oh, I could make the horse bigger. Then it would be faster. Oh boy, let's That's not, not try. Technically it. true, but um, can I roll a perception check? I think it's we've been traveling for a little you bit. You can, yeah. Roll me one. Ooh, that's a 19, boys. Okay. Plus perception, which is... What is that, like a 24 or something like that? Yeah, something like that. You guys are driving. You're kind of chattering and stuff. You do hear the sound of what sounds like coyotes off in the distance. All right, guys. So we've probably got a pack of coyotes close to us because I can hear them. So just be wary. Mm -hmm. Uh, it shouldn't be too much. They might try to scare the horses. That's what they usually uh, did try to do. Did you hear that, Jim? Coyotes. Have you have you encountered coyotes before? I have. They were ugly. Yes, they are very <laughs> ugly. They are. <laughs> they're ugly, kind of like their cousin, the dingo. But those guys, they talk weird. You know what I'm saying? Dingo. Yeah, they talk like this. It, it's very weird. Like this? No, like this. <laughs> They're always Locking. talking about the Barbie and stuff like that. The Barbie. What's a Barbie? I I don't know. I, it's like a. It's like the dingo. Listen, I can know. use my I can use my wand and I can make I can make the horse I can make the horse bigger. You you want me to do it? Um no I'm I'm gonna say no. What if you accidentally use lightning on the horse? And so if you kill the horse, true, but it'd be really cool if it got big. Yeah, and it would also be really cool if we're just stranded. It would, but it wouldn't be cool if they died. I mean, I've tried. I think, I think I'm starting to figure this wand out, and and maybe it'll work. You'll no, be... let's not. I mean, uh, it would be a little cool if it died. Tragic, but cool. <laughs> okay, okay. How about this? How about this? If we get in trouble, I might use the wand to make the horse big to get away. Why no, not just not use the wand that. on the people or? animals that are attacking us instead of making that's it on the horse but what if it makes them if, bigger <laughs> you know what they say the bigger they are the harder they fall what if they fall on us well that won't be my problem because i'll get away <laughs> <laughs> okay you guys have traveled on for another hour or two now <laughs> what what exactly um like are, are you are you planning on stopping or not stopping? Yeah, Lark just wanted to push him a little further into the night. He okay. wanted he wants to make it the shortest two weeks ever. He wants to make it a week and three days. Say that you get there in about it's somewhere around midnight now. Okay. All right, guys, we should we, probably stop. Just being honest, I mean, I'm good to go. But I mean, if we have to, I mean, look, we don't have to, but it's probably the safer. I saw way. you nodding off a minute ago. It seems to be a good hour to take camp. But we need to make sure we found a good, a decent place that we can stay somewhat hidden. Preferably somewhere with feather beds. Do you care if I roll a perception check to look for some said place? 
Roll me a survival check. Yes, that's what Ooh. I meant. Oh my gosh, yes, an 18. Plus five? Yep. So that's a 23. That's that's real good. Okay, you travel on for a bit, and after some time, you all have come into now the beginnings of the drylands. Like, you're, there's no grass, you know, sprigs here and there, but nothing. You know, it's mostly just dry, barren, red clay land. And you can kind of see off to one side what looks like a plateau. Not like you're on top of the plateau going down, but it's like rising up over on the right side. And so that might be a spot where, you know, you could you could find like a little alcove to kind of hide in underneath if it bad weather or anything like that. Not that it rains here very often, but sometimes there are bad windstorms and things like that. Hey, guys, check out this one place over here, and I kind of point to it. Oh, is, is there an inn? No, it's a place that we could make a camp. We're in a desert. That's that's true. Okay, okay. And it, I'm assuming that yeah. this place would also be pretty good at hiding a fire, right, Paul? You know what we could do? You could roll out your boat, and we could just sleep in your boat. Oh my gosh, that is that is honestly the smartest thing you've ever said to me, Lork. <laughs> roll, roll, oh, roll thank, your boat. Thank you. Oh no, there's only a couple problems with that. Yeah. What? What? Well, for one, we can't put a fire inside a wooden boat. I can. And two, if people see an undamaged, perfectly perfect shape boat in the middle of a desert, they're going to definitely check that out. Yeah, but then but we're going to shank them. We could sleep off the sand, and we don't have to worry we're gonna about be asleep. snakes or spiders or anything else. Well, wait. I have a, <laughs> I have a question. Is there a way we could, like, rig Jamel's water thing? To the bottom of my boat, and then just sail across the rest of the desert. No. Oh my gosh! Yes, we could. We could rig it. We could rig it to the front where it's pushing back. Or no, no, no. We'd have to rig it to the back. Paul. And then push it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. This just, is not. Let me let me let me make this clear. Just do it. This is not going to happen. Why? Can we at least try? <laughs> come on, come on, Paul. But it's Paul. so possible. What, Paul, if, what if it did happen though? Come Paul, on, Paul. Let me. I want to. I'm try. sorry. Let me make it clear. There is no way <laughs> that this is going to. Happen. Paul, come on. No, please, we, no, Paul, no, no, please. No. We wait for a sandstorm with a westerly wind. <laughs> attach the, the water fountain. Put it on full blast and open up the cells. Uh, no. We make the trip in like two days. No. Dude, no. Make come good on, time. please. This is not gonna happen. I'm oh. not, you, are, you all are not gonna break my game with two crappy magic items. <laughs> Airship? Who needs it? I've got a self-propelled regular ship. Yes. But do you know how cool that, that would, would be? That would be though? so awesome. Anywhere is my ocean. <laughs> no. That would be so awesome. We can even hook the wheels of the cart to it. Guys. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's so that's true. But why couldn't we, though? <laughs> Dude, that, that's totally possible. That would be so sick. I'm dying. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> we're just trying to make camp, and Lurk's trying to make a point. That we have a boat that we can sleep in that has walls that we can hide behind. All right, so we'll go over to this little grove. I, I guess I'm going to pull the cart up to it. Okay. You come up to the plateau. It does kind of concave in at the bottom of it a little bit there, and 
it, actually, it looks like the sort of place where someone's probably set up a camp before. You might even find some dry wood there and things like that. It looks like a good place to set up a boat. Uh, I'm going to pull out my box. I'm going to okay. look at the inscription. I'm going to say the third word. Okay. Hashima. Okay, no. Wait, what? <laughs> What's the third word? What is it? So I can say it. I don't know. I don't know if you make it up or what. Oh, okay. Well, um. Yeah, it just says second. The third word makes it fold back into a box. The second bird. one is the one that you want that has a deck and a and a cabin. Okay. Um, so word, the, yeah, because see, you you could just be like, uh, small boat, medium boat, big boat. That's the no, words. no, no. I I got it. All right. So the second word is gonna be bird. <laughs> That, and then it folds out into the big bar, the boat, right? Yeah, Boyd. What are you saying? That's the second. <laughs> He's having a stroke. Bird <laughs> 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 had a minor stroke. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to say bird, but not say bird. Bird is bird is the word. Bird is the word. All right. Bird. What do you say? Boyd. Okay, Boyd. You say Boyd, and the freaking box turns into a twenty-foot, twenty-four-foot-long boat, eight feet wide, six feet deep. Has a deck, rolling seats, five sets of oars, a steering oar, an anchor, a deck cabin, and a mast with a small square sail. Stephen got oars. Lark immediately. Oh my gosh. Lark immediately climbs the side and goes into the cabin. Okay. I'm also gonna go up into it. It is very small. Okay. The five of you can get can all fit in there, but you're gonna be lying right beside one another. Actually, this this will work nicely. We can stay warm this way. Exactly. It's true. I get my decanter of many waters out and start spraying the boat. You spray the boat. <laughs> oh Sorry, Paul. I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of it. I really think it's a good idea to sleep in the boat. No, sleeping in the boat's a good idea. Yeah. I think you should let us all roll D20s, and if we roll natural 20s, we should be allowed to go across okay, look, this desert. The geyser effect of Alan's thing shoots out 30 gallons of water, but it only does so in a one-foot-wide spray. Yeah, well, we could keep it close to the ground. That is basically impossible. Let us no, not. Yeah, a boat that size can't float a one-foot-wide strip of water. No, no, you're not understanding. We're going to attach the wheels and then propel it with the water, and we can also have a sail and row it in the sand. Sail? It would, uh, I don't really think that's going to work. <laughs> Paul. He's wanting to attach the wheels to the boat and make it a go-kart. Specifically, it says you can target an object that isn't being worn or carried that weighs no more than 200 pounds. This and with you all on this thing, like... it would weigh way more than 200 pounds. I don't. I'm thin. That's why he got to have the sail and the oars. Yeah. Right. Okay. We are running out of time. <laughs> this is not going to happen. That's what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying okay. to say is this We're is trying not... to be inventors here. What? We're the Leonardo da Vinci Caprios. Oh, okay. The, the da Vinci Caprios. Right. Okay. So you all set up camp. Do you start a fire? Uh, not on my boat. <laughs> in no. the boat? I don't think that's a smart the idea. Plan, so you're all just in the boat immediately, right? The plan is to get everyone in the boat in the cabin. Okay. And we'll be warm because we're all in the cabin. You all, all climb into the cabin? Yeah. Yes. About the horse. Time up. Time up to the front of the boat. Okay. Y'all tie the horses to the front of the boat. Yep. Uh, Guys, um... So who's gonna take who's gonna take first watch? I'll take first watch. I I can go I can go second. I I don't I don't have to meditate much. I can go third. We should only need probably three watches. Yeah. 
Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Yeah. The rest of you bundle up. I'm going to climb the mast and go to the very top and then just sit up there and look. All right. You can climb up on the mast. The rest of you go to sleep. I go to sleep. Yeah. Okay. There's a boat in the middle of the desert. All right. There's a boat set up in the desert. <laughs> it's a very large boat. If someone were to drive by or walk by, they would think, wow, how did they get that boat over there? They they must have used a magic geyser canteen. That's there why I sprayed it with water. <laughs> oh, I see. I sprayed it with water there, on purpose so the people would be even more like, what? It's to, it's to further the disguise. <laughs> there are a couple of horses tied to it. And there's a gnome sitting up on the crow's nest. Uh, <laughs> We're all dead. Dungeons and Dragons is my us. favorite game of all time. <laughs> He's going to punish us. Okay, Kellen, how long are you planning on watching? Like three hours? For five hours. Five hours. Well, yeah. You're not going to get enough sleep. I, I I slept pretty well. I got at least eight hours. Plus, I really didn't do anything, so I won't be tired. You're a couple hours in to your watch. Roll me a perception check. Yeah, buddy. That is a 20 on the dot. A natural 20. Booyah, oh, son. yeah. It's that crow's nest. It's that crow's nest. How do I want to do this, then? <laughs> I don't know, but this that girl from the comic shop must have just blessed these dice or something. Okay. All right. So you're up on the crow's nest. You're watching. You know, you're you're doing well. After about two hours, it's gotten really, really, really cold up there. Do you stay up there? Yeah. You bundle up with something? Yeah. Okay. You pull out all the all the furs you got or whatever you have, leathers. You're just, you're caked on with them, basically, where just your eyes are coming out. It's basically like a blind that you've built up there. Sweet. To protect yourself from the wind. And you're you're watching, and you don't see anything. It's gotten windy. You know, it's it's into the wee hours of the night now. You've been going about three hours, and it's gotten really windy and really cold, and you're kind of just looking through your eye holes there and kind of sticking your head out every once in a while to look around. You're starting to get a little sleepy, but not too sleepy because it is so cold up there when you hear this weird sound. Oh, boy. It almost sounds like a, like, I don't know, like, like a skittering Like a noise. whale? No, 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 no. Like, like something walking on dirt. Okay. Or like a bunch a bunch of something's walking. Dang, I can hear that from up there. You rolled a natural 20. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, true. And just when you kind of start to hear that that sound, you're kind of like, what? kind of sounds weird. You go to look around, you don't see anything, but you hear this weird, like, skittering noise. Okay, skittity scat. Oh, great. What do you do? Hark, she blows. I want to just yell that. You yell out, hark, she blows. Yeah, or... and <laughs> That's what you do. And then I'm going to finish it up with... Alert, alert, we have incoming hostiles. <laughs> you just stay inside your blind? What are you doing? I want to, like, swing. I want to grab one of the ropes from the boat, and I want to swing down. Okay, you grab <laughs> the rope that is holding the small sail. This is not the freaking Black Pearl. <laughs> it is and for the no. <laughs> you grab the rope that's going straight down along the, uh, the mast, and when you do, you go to swing down it, and you kind of do one loop around the mast, and you come face to face with a giant spider that is climbing oh, up the mast. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he suddenly devours you whole. I just want to let go. You're like pirate swinging around this thing, and this spider's like got its its legs on the mast, climbing up it, and you're swinging right toward it. Oh my! I want gosh. to let go. I want to let go. I want to let go. Let go. 
I want to let go. You're going to die. All right. Just kick it. No, it's it's not the black pearl. I want to let go and oh. try to aim for... I want to aim for something soft. <laughs> so you want to let go <laughs> and solid Breath wind, of the Wild bullet time slow down and <laughs> shoot this spider with a bow. That's what you want yes. to do. Yes. Okay, I'm going to let you do it. You roll a natural 20. Yes! <laughs> nice. Before you roll it, I need the other three of you to roll me a perception check to see if you heard me say hark she blows i got a 21 okay 19 plus one so 20 i got a seven all right so vance sir vance and Lorik, you both awake to the sound of kellen yelling out whatever it was <laughs> hark, she blows. hark she blows hark she blows alert alert you hear Hark, she blows, and, and you kind of wait for a second. You're like, what? what? There's, we have hostiles incoming. And then you hear, we have hostiles incoming. <laughs> alert, alert. What alert. do you do? Uh, I stand get up, up and, and burst out of the the, the cabin one race. Give me that attack yeah. roll, Kellen. Yeah. Anybody wake me up? All right, it's two, it's two D8s, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're attacking. Roll me an attack roll. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a twenty-sided dice. Yeah, twenty-sided die. You have to actually attack it. True, true. I just rolled another nat twenty. Are you, I know you're lying. To I me. I am not touching it. Look, look, look. You don't have to send me a picture. Nope. Um. You seriously rolled another nat twenty. That is a nat wow. twenty right there. All right, so roll me two d eight plus four. Yeah, boy. That is a seven. And that is a six plus four, so seventeen damage. Swinging around, you you let go, you grab your bow, and as you're falling down, you release it right into the soft, hairy underbelly of this giant hairy spider, and Ugh. it actually kind of goes up through its abdomen down or the thorax. Is that the bottom part? Yeah, the back part. Yep. I can't remember. Bugs. I'm it goes up through the big part. And comes out through its head. Oh my and god! The spider just its legs release like wide. It shrieks and then they curl up like a dead spider as it falls to the ground and rolls off the side of the boat. And as you land on the boat, you hear Servance and Lorik burst through the door of the cabin, and they look to see you standing there as a dead spider rose off the side. Oh my gosh! Where did that come from? What's happening? Just don't tell Guy Can see anything else? and go back to sleep. You hear skitter, 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 and climbing up over the top of the door to the cabin, the little entryway there, is another spider, and three more crawl up the sides towards you all. Oh, my gosh. There are spiders everywhere. Shut up. Stop that. Guy sets up, says, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to end it. I shut the door so Guy can't get out. <laughs> Jim is still in there. Oh, God. No, Jim. <laughs> All right. That does it for this episode. Thanks again for joining us, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. I had a blast recording it. It was a lot of fun, even if you guys did try to break my game 10 different ways. I mean, you know, hey, that's I love I love Dungeons and Dragons. 10 great ways. <laughs> Whoever camped in a boat in the middle of a desert <laughs> that they pulled out of their pockets. So there you go. You're welcome. If you want to get in touch with us, you can access our Twitter. The handle will be posted in the show notes, and we'd love to hear from you. And, of course, if you want to help out the show, the best way to do so is to leave us one of them five-star reviews on iTunes. Five stars. 25. And of course, we'd like to give a big shout out to BattleBards.com, which is where we got most 
of the audio effects that you heard tonight. So if you were a fan of those, you should go to BattleBards.com and check those out. And of course, if you'd like more information about that, you can find it in the show notes as well. So I guess that does it for this week. Thanks for listening. Adios. Bye.